Hello, I'm Karina Jane and welcome to The Real Womanhood Life, a podcast of real and raw conversations with women chatting about the ups and downs of life and finding the beauty within it all. What? Um, hello and welcome to episode five. Um, I'm so excited for this episode. I'm so excited because in this episode, I am going to be fucking celebrating the amazing wins that I have had this year. Like, you have no idea. Like, I suppose you will because you would have listened to all the episodes leading up till now. I'm going to share, um, you know, my last little hospital stint um, at the beginning of this episode, but I'm going to be finishing with all the fucking wins for the you. Ah! Um, I actually um, want to give a little shout out to a friend of mine, um, Shauna Klingerman. Um, she's, I met her um, online um, when I was in hospital the first time. Um, she does all of this like amazing. She's like a beautiful artist, does digital artistry. Um, I signed up to do this program, Fearless Art, with her. I might have mentioned this before. Anyway, um, I was doing this Fearless Art with her and she brought out a program at the end of last year um, and it's basically you get a word for the year. So you sit down and pick out a word for the year and my word for the year was proud. So 2021 was the year of me being proud of myself and all of the effort that I have put in. So I actually kind of had like, I've got it on my wall, um, proud, creative, and fearless. They were like the three words for the year, but proud was like, every time something happened, I was like, I just want to be proud of myself. And I tell you what, I'm so fucking beyond words proud of myself for this amazing year. So um, I'm pre-recording this. So I, um, we are heading camping. Um, so when this episode drops, we will actually be away camping. And I'm so excited because I'm going to be spending the time doing my word for 2022. Um, just grabbing all my art supply stuff, packing it in the camper and just going to be chilling out, reading books, crafting, arting, and just, yeah, being in my Zen zone with my fam. So I cannot wait. So let's get into the juiciness. Um, and share the, the the journey. So what I was saying at the end of the last episode was in December last year, so December 2020, um, you know, it was Jared's first harvest as his, like as a business owner, like as his own operator going out and doing fixing machinery and all of the rest of it. Um, it was my first kind of like six months back full-time in the shop. Um, you know, in November, we actually pack all of these book lists and, you know, it's just like, it's a really intense time. And um, I had obviously come back from hospital in March and just not had any downtime. I was in a sense kind of disassociated, but not in a bad way. Like I was just hyper, like hyper vigilant with my anxiety and stuff and just like, banging all the jobs out, like just working myself to the bone. And it was great. We were doing so many amazing things, like the shop's been doing the best that it's done in forever. Um, Jared's business was thriving. Like things just were really good. Um, but I was exhausted. I was so exhausted. And so when I checked in with my GP, he was like, mm, 
something's not quite right because I just started like not being able to sleep. And um, then I had a check-in with my psychiatrist and she's like, no, no, like, Karina, this is not, we're not good. And I was like, fuck, okay. So back to hospital I went. Um, I It was a bit easier this time because with the lockdown when I was in there and COVID first hit, we were only allowed out between like 4 and 6 p.m., no visitors. Um, They changed it this time. So I think we had like between 3 and 7 p.m. we could go out and we could have visitors um, after 7 for whatever reason. Um, That's just how they did it. Um, So I was able to go for a walk every afternoon and just, you know, do bits and pieces. I know my way around the area where we were staying. Um, And so um, now how funny. So the kids are not home right now, but Jared's just turned up. So expect the husband to walk in in a few minutes. You can hear the dogs barking at him. Um, Anyway, so oh, shut up. So excited. It's probably because I've locked the door. <laughs> anyway, um, so I felt like this time when I went back, like I had myself in a good routine. Um, I managed to, I had like a room on the floor that I liked. Um, I was near the art room. I knew that I would go and do art stuff every day instead of doing the group sessions. Um, because when I was there back in March, I found my love of watercolors. Um, and it was really awesome. So, um, hang on, he's going to walk in in a sec. So I knew that, here we go. Are you ready for that? Oh, hi, babe. Hi, talking about me, huh? Talking about you. I'm doing a podcast, right? And so I was just saying that uh, if it's not the kids, it's the dogs. And if it's not the dogs or the kids, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Will you um, put the barbie on? I'll think about it. I'm so hungry for some meat. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, I'd found myself like a really good routine, you know, like I knew to go to the shops, like I knew all the bits and pieces that I needed Um like I was like, I'm I'm old school. Like I've done this so many times. I'm um, I'm sorted. And so it was really nice this time because I was actually able to go and spend some downtime, actually like regrouping and coming back to myself. Um, and like if anyone ends up going to a mental health facility, like let a girl know, I'll hook you up. Um, because yeah, if they were to go, oh, you need to go back, I'd be like, okay, cool, I got this. Um, so yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was so good. But, um, of course there was a couple of things that happened. Like I remember this one afternoon, um, a really big trigger for me is money. And the one thing that my grandma said to me before she died was don't ever argue with money. And so with having a new business, Jared, and, having all of our income and everything all changed, it was really stressful. And um, I actually ended up bringing my mother-in-law this one day going, I need you to talk to Jared. There's like no money in our accounts. I like, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. You know, like I just absolutely lost my shit. And then there was another couple of things that happened. Um, You know, being married is really fun with all of its challenges And I just absolutely lost my shit. Like I had a couple of big like 
um, like episodes. And I remember going and seeing my doctor this one day and I just cried at her and I cried and I cried and I was like, is this my life? Like, is this my life? Am I going to be like this for the rest of my life? Like, is coming in and out of hospital for me? Am I going to be taking medication for the rest of my life? Like, is this it? Like, is this all that I've got? Um, And she said to me, she goes, no, it won't be. But you need to do something. And I was like, what? She's like, you need to find three things. You need to find three things that will be your coping techniques. And I was like, are you serious? So that afternoon I went for a walk and I went to my favourite bookshop. Um, Dimmick's in Subiaco. It's a 10-minute walk from a hospital. And so I'd walk up there most days and I came across this book and it was like living mindfully for a year and I was like "Hmm, interesting so I grabbed it and it was about this lady who meditated every day for a year and it was just to purely so she's a journalist so it was just research for her um and I it was like just such a good eye-opener and I was like right that's what I'm doing meditating for 365 days of the year. I downloaded the Headspace app and I started doing one of their programs and it was fucking great. Like it was so good. So I was meditating every day, journaling every day, and I was still kind of yet to find the third one. But I think for me, the third one was like taking my medication and vitamins and doing all that stuff. Um, And so the next day, sorry, like one day I'm having a meltdown and the next day, um, I was like, okay, well, how am I getting home? It was really close to Christmas and the flights were full and, like, my doctor was like, well, you can go home, I think it was, like, in four, day, four days' time. Um, and so I was like, okay, cool. So I was looking at all the flights and all the flights were seriously, like, booked out till Christmas. Turns out that my um, father-in-law was coming to Perth that day and he was about to, like, head home. And I spoke to the nurses and they are like, yeah, yeah, like, We've spoken to your doctor. If you want to go today, we're happy for you to go today. You just got to check in with GP um, and be under his care for, you know, those extra few days while you're at home. And I was like, easy, easy. I can do that. Um, Ring my GP's office. He's on leave. I'm like, crap. Anyway, um, my brother was coming over for Christmas from Melbourne and he'd actually flown in to Perth that day. And I was... I was chatting to him and we we're trying to like suss out how to get all my bags home and stuff. And I said, Michael, just out of curiosity, can you see if there's any flights home this afternoon? And there was. And so I was just like, rang my father-in-law. I was like, I'm actually catching a flight home tonight. He's like, awesome. Everything was planned. It was all sorted. I had managed to sneak the whole way home without telling anyone other than my brother. It was so cool. It was really awesome to see my family, but What happened was having that conversation with my doctor and for her to say, no, this isn't your life forever. This is just for now, okay? You need to find three things that will help you cope. You need coping mechanisms. You don't have anything at the moment. You literally just have falling in a heap. And I was like, okay, all right, cool. So I came home and um, I 
I don't know, this whole year has been such a blur. And it was really cool because the other day I found my journal and just like going through it and reading, it was literally just started off as a gratitude journal. It was just like, what are three things you're grateful for today? And I do my meditation every night and I do my journaling every night. And then it started becoming a bit of an art journal and it was just like this creative time for me. And I literally, I think I did it for about mm, maybe like 150 days or something. So a fair while. Um, But it got to the point where I was just like, I don't know, I stopped doing it. I was like, oh God. And I didn't hate on myself for it because I'd been doing it for so long that the meditation and the journaling and stuff like that, it was ingrained in my brain. Anyway, um, I signed up for NLP training. So I signed up to do neuro-linguistic programming, which is a really cool way of understanding your mind and the language that it uses and ways to undo like the habits that have been formed with your thought patterns. And it is so freaking cool. So I did NLP and it was like absolutely life-changing in the sense that like it's another tool in my toolbox. So I'm like, every time I learn something new, I'm like, this is amazing because it's just something else that I can lean back on. It's another coping mechanism. It's another tool in my toolbox for coping with life. And so I committed to myself of actually like, um, I ended up getting some coaches. I um, had, I think at one stage I was working with like three different coaches, but I just knew that I needed to invest in me and make like spend time on me because I knew like doing all this training and doing all these other things, um, it's all well and good, but I needed someone to like back me up and help me out. And I'd been doing counseling and been doing psychology sessions and, you know, that served its purpose for what I needed at the time. But for now, I really wanted to be like focusing on other shit. And so, um, yeah, I've, I have spent, so much money on coaching for me this year but it's like the best hi darling hi what are you doing um nothing i'm just recording a podcast yeah it's cool huh you can watch tv yeah you can our kids love them um yeah so i this basically spent you know, a lot of time and energy on investing in myself, um, doing the work. So I worked with NLP coaches to help like break the patterns and break the habits and create new ones. And um, I also had a, I started working with a, like a fitness nutrition coach and was going to the gym three times a week and was following kind of like a bit of a meal program in a sense um, with flexibility, which was really awesome. And I sit here now and look back on probably the last six months. So I did NLP, I think it was the end of May. It was the end of May because it was our wedding anniversary. I did NLP at the end of May. I managed to come off of some medication in June. And then in August, I started coming off some more medication and I really didn't think that I'd be able to come off of my mood stabilizer. Like I just 
didn't think that it would be possible. Um, but like I'm sitting here now, like it's the end of December and like I'm off my mood stabilizer. I'm off my sleeping medication. I do still have like some backup medication for when I do feel really overwhelmed, but it's just like, it's another tool in the toolbox. It's like, okay, I'm fully aware that I'm not coping right now. I'm not sleeping. If I was able to just have one or two nights of solid sleep, I'm going to be so much better for it. So it's in, I'm in a place of being more proactive than reactive. And it's just so empowering for me to know that like I'm the one in control, like I'm in control of my body and my mind and all of the choices and everything like that. Like I'm the one that's making the decisions. I'm in the driver's seat finally. Like I'm in the driver's seat. The anxiety is not the driver. The depression is not the driver. The PTSD is definitely not sitting there honking the horn because I'm that driver. I'm the one in the seat. And so, yeah, like I just backed myself this year. Like I made sure that I was number one because I love my kids and I love my husband and I love all of the, like I love my family and my friends, but like I put me first and it was the best thing that I ever did because I'm here, I'm living, like I'm truly living my life and I just could not be prouder of myself and how far I've come. And in particular, like these last two months, so doing back to school, having harvest and getting through like, so I'm recording this, it is Christmas Eve Eve. Um, it's, you know, retail Christmas and we are doing the best that we have ever before. And that's me. Like, that's me. I have had people behind me backing me 100% of the way, like having my back, holding space for me. I've learned from so many people that are just so incredibly talented, like within, you know, the industry of obviously retail, but also with my coaching business, you know, like just putting you first. Oh, this is so funny. Real life over here. Got another, got my brother calling me on my phone. Um, beyond proud of myself. And I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart to every single person who has had my back throughout this time over the last like three years. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Like I just wouldn't. And I really hope that by sharing my story that it might just save one person, you know, so thank you so much, guys, from the bottom of my heart. I cannot believe that it is 2022 in like 10 days, not even like a week. Um, yeah, what a year, what a ride, hey? I'm just, like I said, so just damn proud of myself. Um, I never thought at the beginning of the year that I would have my own podcast, that I would have my own coaching business, that I would have been able to smash work like the shop we've got through um harvest like just everything you know like it's just been so grateful oh and I wanted to share too um 2022 is going to be the year of not ironing uniforms my boys have changed school so we have no more formal uniforms which is just going to be <laughs> so funny so good um but yeah bring on 2022 and um 
know that I'm here. Like if anyone, if you ever want to reach out, you ever need to chat to someone, like I'm here. Obviously there's like Beyond Blue and Lifespan and like all of those amazing people as well. But um, if you just want someone, like I'm here for you. So have an amazing Christmas, have an amazing New Year, and I cannot wait to chat to you in January. So chat soon. Bye. Guys, thanks so much for tuning into today's episode of the Real Womanhood Life podcast. Honestly, I've said it so many times. I just love having you here. I love having these conversations. And if you love listening, make sure you leave a review. Uh, share my podcast in your socials. You can find me on Instagram at withlove.karinajane. I am just, yeah, in awe of this amazing community and all of the support and love that you've given me. So, till next time.